we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey, you're listening to the Fly Racing Swap Moto Podcast. And today uh, we're at Castillo Ranch. Rich Taylor and I testing the uh, 2020 Kawasaki KX250, which has uh, several key refinements, a lot more than most people thought upon first sight of the photo of the new bike. Um, so there's also a uh, tech briefing video that is posted a little bit before this podcast that you want to check out to uh, hear some conversation from the uh, Kawasaki Tech uh, PR representative, Ken Essex. So, RT, you're the first guy on the bike today. Um, the big targets today were more top-end power, uh, better handling because the chassis engine mounts are a little different, and... Uh, obviously improved suspension action so what were your first thoughts about like yeah well you know uh, obviously handling they you know they went back to kyb suspension similar to what's out there for the last how many years it's been on the yamaha yeah, they Just, act like it's something new but it's actually they're going backwards <laughs> going backwards but you know better like, yeah like yeah. so much better and and such the correct direction you know like like those forks are just proven and and they're good there's there's no denying it like you know if you look at the the forks that are on the star yamahas or whatever yeah they look all bitching because they're anodized in their kit but really the system that's in them is so similar to what these have and what the stock yamahas or whatever Mm -hmm. have so great direction i mean you just you can't go wrong with that plush um handle the big stuff like what what are you gonna say um they work and you know like you said they went to a little bit more forgiving engine mount it seems like engine mounts are the the latest hottest craze there's a few different companies out there making them and and you know they work on some bikes and they don't on others but um you know making a more forgiving engine mount will just help the plushness of the entire bike um as long as it doesn't get too loose uh you know you're ahead of the game on this Mm -hmm. bike at this track they seem to work really well so yeah um, suspension chassis character on this track was was pretty badass i thought it worked well for sure yeah i uh so i noticed obviously i i noticed that i like the front end much better because i really hated the sff fork but to be honest i couldn't tell anything different about the engine mount i mean i guess i'd have to go to a track that i have spun a lot more laps on than castillo which i've only been to twice but uh I don't know what, what do they say it's a softer engine mount the uh the stud style yeah it's more forgiving for for you know just for like a l- little bit of chop and a little bit of plushness overall mm-hmm. which again yeah I, I mean we don't have the old bike out here we're not comparing we, we're jumping on it but the way that i kind of look at it is it didn't do anything weird coming down the steep downhill you know you're hard on the brake and and if the if the bike flexes too much or if something weird's happening you'll feel it right there i didn't feel it i could get into that corner at the bottom of the big downhill and and hook it and with no problem so that's where i kind of feel like you know they they kind of made a good decision with it and and went the right direction yeah definitely um i felt like the bike when i get to track i'm more familiar with i think i may be too heavy for it um felt like the suspension was a little soft for me 
but you know the, the short amount I rode here today on a track I'm not super comfortable with you know would that exaggerate it or is it going to be more exaggerated when I'm comfortable and charging harder well when you're comfortable and charging harder the whole bike's going to feel better I think yeah. you know right you're absolutely right I went in three clicks of compression on the fork I actually went in a click of rebound to kind of calm them down and I told these guys I'm like look man I'm you know heavier than the average kid riding a riding a 250f and this stuff's way too soft for me but what i liked about it was the balance like yeah. rear and front were both too soft for me but it was equally too soft so that's like way ahead of the game right there you know nine times out of ten we jump on these new bikes and the forks will be too soft the rear will be too high or vice versa and, mm -hmm. and just getting that balance is so much you know that's just such a, a big part of the game is, is making sure the bike is balanced definitely too soft for me at this track um like i said i went in three clicks i went in a clicker rebound i went in a couple clicks on the shock and a clicker rebound <clears throat> and it helped um but i would you know for sure i could go way more mm -hmm. so um you know when you get the suspension set up for you at other tracks that you're more comfortable at you'll you'll just notice that the whole bike probably feels a little bit plusher yeah absolutely I, I thought, like you said, I think the front to rear wheel balance is real nice. The bike tips in to corners nicely. It jumps real well. Um, everything about it was pretty intuitive for me. The one comfort thing I thought I struggled with was it feels like the bars are really high on the bike. Did you did you notice that at all? Yeah, and I actually I said something about that in my in my other little interview that <clears throat> the bars are kind of the old school um, Renthal bars, which you know they're good bars, but it seems like you know the fat bar nowadays is is kind of the, the go-to yeah. um and the bar bend is a little bit too high for the way this chassis is it's it's high and kind of back mm -hmm. a little bit i would like just a little bit more straight bend a little bit lower um that's kind of where i'm at with most bikes but this particular bike i think really needs it and it, it comes with it's probably a Renthal 722 is what i imagine the bar bend is that mm -hmm. comes on it they've come on them for a long time but the way the chassis lays out, I didn't really like it. Um, yeah, I think that with a lower bar, it'd be easier to lean in the corners and stuff. Absolutely, for sure, for sure. <laughs> you just you could get more weight on the front end, no problem. It was either that, like I got on, I was like, whoa. Either the pocket of the seat is really low, or the bars are high. And yeah. after I rode, I was like, bars are tall. Definitely. No, so, absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely. think maybe that'd be the first thing we should do. This bike is put a lower set of bars on. Maybe, you know, oversized bars, one and one eighths. Um, I like the way those kind of bars feel a little bit better. Seven eighths bars is more comfortable, but they're a little bit newly, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we definitely got to put the, the good bars on it, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, let's take a quick break and uh, hear from our sponsors, but we'll be back. We're going to talk about the engine. Hey, everyone. It's Marvin Miskin from the Red Bull KTM Racing Team. Right now, KTM is making it easier than ever to get out and ride. Head to your local KTM Autorized dealer to take advantage of limited time offer on qualified dirt, street, adventure, and naked models or check out KTM.com to learn more today. This is Zach Osborne, rider for Rockstar Energy Husqvarna factory racing team. I love my race bike, but it's not the only model I love from Husqvarna motorcycles. They offer a whole range of off-road and street motorcycles. When you don't want to have to load up just to go for a ride, a dual sport motorcycle is the perfect way to get your fix. Explore the trail beyond with the FE250, which delivers a more intuitive riding experience. 
And right now, Husqvarna Motorcycles is offering as low as 0% financing on select dual sport models. Head to your local authorized Husqvarna Motorcycles dealer to learn more. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the SWAT Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barsha, and myself, Adam Ciantrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com to see their complete line of high-performance goggles. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer, and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble, and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails. Or if you want to go a bit further, longer and faster, they, they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on. So head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota of Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. All right, welcome back to the Fly Racing Swap Moto Podcast. Again, uh, Rich Taylor and I are here at the 2020 Kawasaki KX250 intro at Castillo Ranch. So, hey, it was good to see Jim, huh? Like Jim <laughs> Castillo, who owns this place, is like, He's probably the smartest guy that we know. Oh, like, absolutely. Invented the knee absolutely. brace, did the, the AC or intake, the, the intake yeah. nose systems. Yeah. When, he st- when we started talking about the intake nose systems, he started firing out those like medical terms. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't. I started laughing because I'm just <laughs> like, slow down here. I have no idea what, you know, he's talking about. Too much oxygen will make you pump up. And, you know, we, we all, all athletes, I think at one point thought, you know, you have the more oxygen in your body, the better your body will perform. And he starts telling us sort of the opposite, but not the opposite, but sort of the opposite. I couldn't understand. Yeah. But, but anything you talk about with Jim, the guy is so smart that all of a sudden it just goes in a direction you're just you know i'm lost that's for sure yeah but but yeah so <laughs> okay so this castillo ranch track uh a lot of fun uh is you know it's the only option for central california people now that zach station's been closed down um have you come up here and ridden much well yeah i've ridden here a million i mean times. since but since it's been but, open i haven't been out here on an open day yet um yeah. You know, Dave Castillo is a really good friend of mine, and I talk to him all the time, and he says it's super successful. They they only allow a certain number of dudes out here, and uh, it's just they, they said they have a blast. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the, Dave asked me to plug the track a little bit. So 
if you follow him on Instagram, it's at Castillo underscore ranch. He says to get in on the Wednesday, Saturday, or Sunday rides, you slide into their DMs. Get your name on the list. Get confirmed that you can come and uh, come on out. So, If you're in Southern California, you, you got to just make the trip up here. You, you just you got to do it. Like, it's in a beautiful area. The track is so much fun. And, you know, it's just it's one of those places you got to go. So yeah. if, if you're listening to this and you're, you're planning on coming out to do a moto vacation, you got to you got to take a day and ride up here. For yeah. Sure. And then and then the best thing about it is like instead of driving up and driving home, come the night before, stay in Solvang, you know, buy some clogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Full tourist, little tourist town, but it's fun. Santa Barbara's right around the corner. It's 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 nice. Yeah. All righty. So engine. Okay, so they brought in the uh, the engine development guy from Japan that's on the uh, that's on the road race side, and they brought in the uh, finger follower valve train. Uh, the Cowie guys were all saying this is the most powerful KX two fifty F four stroke they've ever produced. Um, definitely for me, you know, my levels of riding is a lot lower than yours, so I could tell that it pulls further on top. But for me, I feel like it lost the low end that made last year's bike appealing to me at my speed. So I, I agree. I think you're spot on. Um, you know, and again, I'm not a big 250 guy either. You know, I'm a, I'm a bigger dude. I'm an older dude. Um, I kind of like bottom end. I, I need a little bit of response, some bottom. And, and this motor feels more like a race 250 motor where you got to rev it, you got to be on the clutch, you need to shift a million times each lap, but that's sort of how the good 250s are. So, you know, I'm not saying that in a negative way because this is more of a race motor where if you're going to try to be lazy, you kind of can't be. You you really, Mm -hmm. you you can't be lazy because it'll it'll lug a little bit out of the corners. Yeah. So where I was struggling with it, the roll-on was like some of the slippery corners, like over here over here by where we're parked and i didn't want to be a kook and fall down in front of everybody so i was being (laughs) mellow but like again i I, i'm looking forward to getting the bike back to southern california riding it where i'm comfortable um where i've spent a lot of laps and i can compare it you know like i kind of always like get bummed on out of town intros like it's like yeah it's beautiful it's it's fun to get away and everything but like especially like out of state intros i hate that because it's like who wants to get hurt riding a dirt bike in another state right <laughs> i don't know i just think too much i'm old so i think too much about the bad stuff but but it's like if you ride at the bike at a track you always ride you know what it, what other bikes feel like so yeah well yeah i mean it's it's common sense you, you're jumping out on a track that you really haven't ridden there's slippery spots there's you know there's there's ruts there's jumps there's holes in the faces like you don't you're just you're thinking more about just getting around the track mm-hmm. than really what the bike's doing. So uh, you know, obviously, when you get back and ride some of the tracks that you ride all the time and you're comfortable on, and you'll really be able to compare. And you know, I think overall, the, the you know our, our first impression is is going to be pretty spot on. The the bike has definitely got a better motor. It definitely makes some good power on top. You can rev the thing out, which is mm-hmm. is what most of the, the kids really want. You know, the faster kids are going to really want that. On the downside, the, the slower dudes maybe are going to want a little bit more bottom. And, 
you know, luckily you could throw probably a bigger rear sprocket on it and that would help you. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you thought about that because the bike has so much more top. You could probably sacrifice a little bit to get one, two, three out. Oh, absolutely. If, if I bought this bike today, I would put a, a bigger rear sprocket on it for me. But again, I'm lazy, you know. I'm used to riding a 450, and I like to come out of the corner and just roll it on. And, and so for sure, I think you could go up on the rear sprocket, and it would it would really liven up the bottom end and, and, and really get it to, to get out of corners quicker. Yeah. All right, so one thing uh, they changed on the – 2019 KX450 that transferred over to this is the oversized rear brake rotor. And when I first got on the bike after you were on it, the brake was hot. Are you a dragger? Like, I'm a dragger. <laughs> I'm not so much a dragger, no. But no, the, the but... pedal went really far down, so I was like, oh, brake's hot. Yeah. But yeah. the problem I had with the oversized rotor on the 2019 450 was I could ride it and it was fine. But in a race, I think I ride more like an idiot when I race and I drag my brake. I think four motos in a row, I had like no brake by the third lap. And I'd have to come in after the race, bleed the whole system, get it back. But then I'd drag the brake and heat it up. So actually last year I went to the 2018 rear rotor and caliper hanger and never had a problem again. So... You know, I'm not as intimidated by a 450, so I'm probably not going to be dragging the brake as much, but I still question the necessity for oversized rear brake. Like, did you have any opinion about it at all? Um, not so much. I mean, it was a little bit touchy, but I, I kind of just think that's because it was a new bike. I had new boots on. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really have a problem. I don't drag the rear brake. I never have been a, a brake dragger. I know tons of people who are who can burn up a brake every moto um but no I, I mean i haven't really had that problem so i can't really speak to it right yeah. now yeah so what you're uh, saying is i'm a brake dragon <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what, what about the rest of the bike i'm dude i'm pumped that it's green i think it looks so much better green because like you know before i think the argument was oh no on the showroom needs to have white side panels because then people stick numbers on but like did nobody buy stick on numbers anymore it's all backgrounds it's all big old backgrounds yeah you know it's funny because i was talking to actually jim castillo a little bit and he's like how is the thing and i'm like oh man you know i go cowies are always just kind of just good like like they kind of do everything pretty good this bike to me like it handles good the motor seems pretty good like it's just pretty good like is it going to be the fastest bike i i don't know i i kind of don't think so but i think it'll be pretty darn good like it'll be close is it going to be the best handling i maybe not maybe i don't know but it like you know it's it's pretty stable it turns pretty good and the power is pretty good like mm -hmm. it's just everything i know that sounds pretty vanilla and generic to even say that but like that's a kawasaki like i can pick apart a yamaha a ktm and say that it does this horribly and it does this great but the cowie like there's really nothing i really hate about it um i mean the bar bin i mean how mm -hmm. that's just silly to even say because you know it's super change easy to change easy, the yeah. bars you know and um, you know, you want to, here's something that kind of bugged me was the levers were real close to the handlebar and the, the clutch lever, you couldn't really adjust. So I had to move it way over so that it sort of was out a little bit further. Mm -hmm. And I even asked him, I'm like, is this real close to the bar? He's like, yeah, I don't know why it's like that this year. 
<laughs> so that kind of bugged me a little bit, but it, you know, literally by the time I rode out of the pit, I was used to it. So it wasn't, it wasn't anything. I adjusted the front brake where I wanted it Yeah. and it was, it was fine. Um, I guess we can pick apart a little bit about the, the, the way it starts. Um, it's still yeah, has a Kickstarter. Um, but I, you know, the Cowie's just good. Like, yeah. I think it's a pretty good bike. I think there's only three bikes left of Kickstarters now, right? It's this yeah, and the two Suzuki's. And the two Zooks. Yep. yep. I mean, not like electric starts perfect, because, I mean, the 250 I raced all year, it's really hard to start with the buttons. It, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I don't think that the KX is an exceptionally easy bike to kickstart either. I had a little bit of an issue a couple times, but, you know, I mean, I, I think... Uh, I think it's just part of it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it started. It wasn't like it didn't start. Um, another thing it did do was uh, you'd gas it and then let off the gas, and it would idle down kind of real slow. So I, it almost felt like an old two-stroke that had an air leak sort of. And I actually asked them about it, and they're like, no, that's just the way it has to do with, with the new intake that we have. It kind of allows it to – it it so you won't stall it as easy. Um, so it's almost like it has a higher idle yeah. for a little bit, but then if you sit there for a minute, then the idle kind of goes back to normal. Mm. So um, that was just weird. Was it bad? Absolutely not. It didn't affect the way I rode the bike at all. It just was. It just was something different. Yeah. And different to me was kind of weird. Yeah. Have you ever messed with the Cowie's uh, ergonomic adjustability, like the foot pegs lower or higher, bars forward or aft? So I I don't really ride cowies that often so yeah. i haven't but i think it's i think all bikes should have it i think yeah. it's i think it's freaking amazing like it, it what's amazing is that the bikes don't all have it you know you can yeah you can move the bar mounts i think like what eight different eight yeah, or there's... four different you can move them forward you can twist them around you can move them back and twist them around the foot pegs go up and down i think yeah there's um, four different variations on the bars and two on the pegs and the pegs one is big because, I mean, if you're a taller guy and you want your bars, your pegs lower so you're not so skyscraper on it, it's it, awesome. And that's huge. It's It really is. If you're a tall guy with long legs, like my, my son is, is 6'3", um, and we put tall seats on all his bikes. He's a he's a pretty fast pro, and, and it's it's like night and day better for him. Yeah. And, and the reason is, is just think about it. If you do a squat <laughs> and you have to squat clear down to, to the ground or if you just have to squat halfway what's easier you know yeah. so uh, it's just a no-brainer to be able to move the foot pegs down or to you know is is it's huge you know I, I think it's a really really good idea that that all the manufacturers should adopt that idea for yeah, sure Yeah, definitely it's like you get in a car and the seat moves forward or back right you got to personalize everything customize it <laughs> definitely bicycles come in different sizes right uh, yeah 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 so so I, I guess overall, I mean, yeah, I, I think that uh, obviously the engine's got a ton of potential. I just need to get faster to keep more <laughs> momentum in the turns or, or play with the sprocket. Or like one thing that I, I'm i anxious to try in this is that recluse torque drive clutch that less slip and it actually feels like it boosts some low end. Those um, torque drive clutches are pretty amazing. Yeah. They, they really are. Like, they're really amazing. Yeah, so do that you know exhaust i mean I, who knows this thing could be a a complete sleeper just waiting to get a couple parts 
Yeah, like like you said, the you know the sprocket, the the muffler. I think they shorten the muffler, which is actually going to even give it more top end. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could put probably a piper or just a muffler on that thing, and it would bring the bottom back to life for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, on. So we're gonna. Um, Cowie's gonna give us his bike back next Tuesday. I don't know if you're around, but I'm looking forward to riding it at Milestone. So we can spend some more laps on it and uh, talk about it again then. Absolutely. Let's go bust it out. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast show presented by Ogio and hosted by my dad, Don Mera. Thanks for listening.